Oh my god, if you Oh my god, Alexa, shut up. You're in the middle of the road, jackass! Can you tell me where cornbread is? Turkeys! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Another Movie Night. Talking trash. Talking trash. Turkey edition. November means we're turkey. We're talking turkeys. I said turkey and turkeys. Yeah. I did say turkey and turkeys. You know why? Because I just watched a movie where nobody was speaking properly. (laughs) And so now I'm not going to speak properly. You know what? I'm not speaking properly either. There's going to be a lot of like, and a lot of, (laughs) Yeah, because... Well, what does this mean, talking trash of turkey edition? This means we're talking movies we love, turkeys that we love. Yeah. Specifically, so bad they're good turkeys. So bad they're good. And this sure is bad. a special, special one because I picked it. Mm-hmm. And we are talking Miami Connection. The YK Kim <laughs> classic. YK Masterpiece. Kim. Freaking masterpiece. Miami Connection. If you have not seen this movie, this is from 1987, and it's supposedly filmed in Orlando, Florida, but it's supposed... I, they make mention of, of Orlando, Florida a lot. It is it is actually taking place and was filmed in Orlando. Yes, but it's called Miami, Miami Connection. connection. <laughs> because there is a connection to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a slim connection, oh my God. but there is a connection to Miami. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Well, you know what this movie has in common with us? We live here. Oh. <laughs> no. I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say... Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> well, I, mean, I was going to say, we don't actually live in any of these places in this movie, but... Well, we live in Florida, which is... <laughs> They're mentioning Florida. <laughs> Let's just say that I was going to say, we have a lot in common with dragon sound. The band, oh. the main focus of this film. Yes, we do. You know why, hon? You know, I want to know your reasoning. Our connection is, well, we, we we don't have a Miami connection, but we do have a Dragon Sound connection. We're friends for eternity. Yes. And Dragon Sound is the name of the band in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're just everything. They're everything. And... Well, I mean, we got so much to talk about, but this is a... Uh, we could just start off by saying this is a movie... That was lost to time, and once again saved by the Alamo Draft House. The Alamo Draft House found this movie and bought a print, a thirty-five millimeter print, for thirty-five dollars. <laughs> he had no idea what he bought. He pr- he showed it off at the Alamo Draft House, and it became an instant sensation. So much so that they killed. They called. Sorry, they're not killing anybody. They called. YK Kim, he didn't pick up the phone because he thought it was crank calls. Because this movie was a very, very hard and sore spot for this man. And so he didn't call, he didn't answer these phone calls. And then he finally did and found out this had become a sensation. And it was playing all over the country in packed houses. So this is a movie that this man put 
a million dollars of his own money into just to try to get it out there. He is a so he was a celebrity in Orlando. So much so that this movie was filmed on location all over the city without a need of permits because all of the police and all of the people who run, run the government of Orlando allowed him to film wherever the hell he wanted because they loved him so much. I think that's pretty rad. It is really cool. Well, I mean, I... Okay, first, let's just tell our listeners the synopsis of this movie, mm-hmm. okay? And oh, if wait. it sounds if it sounds really crazy, it is because it is crazy. It's uh, about a rock band named Dragon Sound, and they're all martial artists, with the exception of the singer, who's a, a woman who just, you know, is, she's just a singer. One of the singers. One of the singers. Okay, so it's a martial arts rock band, and... They have to go head to toe with a brace yourselves motorcycle ninja like Miami gang. ninjas. Joe. <laughs> They're like a motorcycle ninja gang in Miami. They are because Miami is prominent. Very known big for their... ninja community in Miami. <laughs> there's so, also a giant cocaine problem. And there's apparently. a huge, huge narcotics trade yeah. amongst ninjas. In what year did this movie come out? <laughs> Uh, what movie was this movie produced? Oh, okay. This had to be 80? <laughs> it came out in 1987. Oh, 87. Yes. Which is odd. I mean, in 87, I don't know when Orlando started booming with all of the theme parks, but 87, this movie is saying that there's a giant drug problem, music problem, and also ninja problem. <laughs> So I have not been aware of this since my oh time my in in Florida. So, but you know what? Also, what, what I didn't know, and I learned from this movie, is how important Taekwondo is. Oh my God! It's so important, in fact, that they write a whole song about it. Beyond that, every single character that's a good guy knows how to fight with Taekwondo. Everyone. They, sure do. they all do. Uh, restaurant owners. Business owners of mm-hmm. music uh, music venues, mm-hmm. they know how to fight it. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody. Yeah. Even the cocaine guys. Everybody. Yes. So much so that the head of the villains, the cocaine uh, tra- trafficker, is so tight with a ninja that they call each other brothers. So let's it's like let's uh, run through the plot, and I'm gonna blow your mind with some of the trivia. I don't know if you oh, already there's know. There's tons and tons of amazing trivia for this movie. I, if, I mean, if, I don't know if you already knew, but the lead actress in this movie was married to the guy who looks like uh, Hall and Oates. <laughs> Did you know that? No. So bad that she's making out with another actor every time that she was. They sent him. They gave him money to go get them beer. Oh my! So God. he didn't have to see them making out. Oh. Oh my god okay so the the one of the lead singers in the band he he does look like john oates from mm-hmm. paul and oates yeah. this <laughs> this this dragon sound is mixed of somebody who looks like somebody else like yeah from famous like there things. is it's very eclectic there's a lot of different um diverse nationalities in this band yeah. um none of them can play an instrument <laughs> no so well let's uh Let's backtrack now and start out, and let's do what we do on Talking Trash, which is run down the movie, dissect it, rip it apart, and explain the whole plot to you, because we think you need to know all about this movie. Yes, because this movie is so 
amazing. Like, yes. I, I mean, it's just so bad, but so yeah. amazing and brilliant. No, nothing perfectly captures what is so bad it's good than this movie. This movie is truth. insane. Every moment you think you might have a handle on this movie being d- interesting, it, then something's going to happen that is completely batshit crazy and out of left field. And you're going to be like, what? I mean, you can't help but like laugh through pretty much yeah. all of it yeah. because it's just so absurd. Yeah. And like, it's just so much fun and it's just ridiculous. So go ahead. You start with the plot okay. and tell them. The plot starts with Ninja sneaking up on a drug deal. All right now, remember, I don't think this is in Miami, it's but these not. are Miami Ninja, and they are infiltrating without any introduction to anything that's happening, no speaking. There's just two groups of people doing a drug deal. They all look like apocalyptic characters from any apocalyptic movie you've ever seen. Everybody's dressed insane. Everybody's from a different type of background nobody looks like they belong together and the ninja used this moment to sneak up on the drug deal and right when a man is sticking a his knife because if you've seen any drug dealer movie you know that you test the drugs out oh by yeah sticking so you have a to, switchblade yeah you have to cut the little um plastic and usually then you'll see a guy it. sniff off the blade no, this guy goes in double dipping with his finger, and he is rubbing it in his mouth. <laughs> it was so thick, it looked like a marshmallow on the end of his finger. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And he, uh, right when he does this, the ninja... Now, you, you think ninja, right? You think stealth. Yeah. Fuck that. This movie says, no. <laughs> kill the guy in front of everybody else and warn everybody that they're attacking. Oh, yeah. For so sure. they kill a guy... On the side, not the two guys in the middle with the drugs or the money. They kill a guy on the side with a throwing at- star. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Throwing star into the neck, and he screams out, "God!" <laughs> and then they all know, and now the battle is on. Right, so the battle is now going on between the ninja and the two groups of people, and they're riddling sh- machine guns. They're doing all this crazy stuff. It's not. It's not working. Yeah, I mean, at this point, honestly, we don't even know why that you know the ninja are sneaking up on this drug deal, other than just to to take the drugs for themselves and yeah. the money for themselves. Yeah. So you know, because that's what ninja they they, are, well, they do that. That's the funniest part. We don't even know that they're trying to take the money. We don't really know what's. We happening. don't know. We they just it just happens. And I don't know if any ninja is actually killed, but every person involved in the drug deal gets murdered. Yeah, and it's. Insane. We got people grabbing their bloody heads, screaming into the camera, people getting their arms, arms cut off. off. It, it's crazy. It was a crazy scene. And then we cut to, they all run off. And by the way, this Miami, nin, this Miami ninja, they ride motorcycles yes. in full ninja gear. Yes. Yeah, so, because, you know, ninja, when you think of, you know, ninja, like mm. we said, you think of like, you know, sly you know, stealthy, you know, you, you sneak around, you don't, you're not, you're not heard, you're not seen, yes. but they run around on motorcycles, I cannot possibly be yep. laughing at her. Full outfits, uh, the, the, these are some bad shit crazy. This is crazy. And I blame Miami. So. Uh, it's all Miami's It's all fault. Miami's fault. So we get them all going back and they're all in their little ninja huddle where they're waiting for their boss who comes in in full storm shadow outfit because. 
head ninja always wear white. Yeah, you have to stand out. Because it's boss. Yeah. You know, you fuck the shadows. Right. You hide in white. You don't hide at all when you're a white, you know, like the master ninja. Oh, you you're show just everybody, out there. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks in the room, rips off his mask, and scolds this group. Rightfully so. When they took the drugs, they you see this shot. They take only a box of drugs and they leave about six bags. And they take the one bag the guy cut open, so it's flying all over the place. Uh, they suck. They murdered the an worst. entire group of people and didn't take all the stuff that they murdered them for. Okay, so then he yells at them, where's the money? You guys were supposed to take the money. I don't give a crap over the drugs. I wanted the money. And then another ninja walks in slowly with a briefcase and gives it to him. And he's like, I went and got it myself. After all, you fools. Couldn't get <laughs> it the properly. the ass-backwards Ninja, I have ever seen in a movie. Yeah, they are just—it's like a bunch of bumbling buffoons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off in this whole movie. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I mean, so <laughs> so cut to uh, now. Well, I I think the next scene in in the movie after this uh, this drug deal is the band on stage. They cut to that. No, I I don't. We get introduced to a guy who should just be called hair hairpiece, because his entire head is made up. This guy is insane. Imagine if you've ever seen Die Hard, Ellis in Die Hard, the cocaine guy. Yeah. Him, but with more beard and more hair on his head. Yes, and his chest hair is always out, and he yes. looks like and a he's monster. wearing army fatigues. And he's always got a dangling feather earring or some sort. Yeah, he just looks like every single like psychopath villain. Yeah, like wormy. But he also looks like a, like a like an eighties porno actor. It, it, it's all <laughs> over the place. You feel like you've seen this guy somewhere before, but you haven't. Uh, this guy's weird. Like, I mean, he's just so, and he's the leader. We find out, and it turns out that him and the head ninja are like besties, brothers, and. He's telling him, hey, I got some killer cocaine to sell to you. And he's like, great. I can't wait to get it. Let's meet up. They meet up. They go to a rock club. And as they're going to walk into this rock club, we get a the owner of the rock club coming to the stage and telling us, we now have the number one new sensation in rock and roll. The band who's going to blow the, the scene open. The one that's going to change everything. Dragon Sound. Dragon Sound. And this band comes on stage. And it could be further from rock and roll. <laughs> it is some kind of pop rock fun. It's like. It, it's insane. <laughs> and it is the most happy friggin' music you've ever heard. It's and like Sesame it's, Street music. It's, it's like. <laughs> but it's. It will get in your mind like a worm. And it will lay eggs. And it will get you loving it. It, it is so much fun it to hear so this song, these music, this song. This song is like, is it called Friends for Eternity? The, well, it's called Friends, and <laughs> it's, it's that's the lyric.
And it, it is so catchy and so ridiculous that you can't get enough it of is. it. It is. And then, like, I, I get up and start dancing because it's just, it's like the worst, best song. Yeah. And everybody on stage, it, it, imagine Yo Gabba Gabba. But like, that's this band. Not in suits. They're just doing crazy stuff on stage that does not work to the music. No one is actually singing or playing music. Well, they're all wearing, yeah. um, you know, the they're in the full. Gi. Well, they're yeah. wearing the gi pants in, in this scene, and they're not wearing shirts. None of them are wearing shirts. They're all mm. shirtless, but wearing gi pants. I thought they were all wearing dragon sounds. No, that's the second time we see them at the club. Oh, mm-hmm. right. well, so and there's a female band member who isn't doing anything in the song except dancing, and then you have. A guy who looks like Hall and Oates. He is the lead singer. He doesn't look singer. like Hall and Oates. He only looks like Oates. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's going to say if I say he looks like Oates. They're going to think I'm talking look about Look up John cereal. Oates, you guys. So, look up yeah. John Oates. <laughs> if you look up Hall and Oates, you're going to see what I'm talking about instantly. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like the lead singer and lead guitarist, I believe. And he's he's got the big mustache the long black hair but it's like frizzy and, and like oh and he's got a hairy chest i mean he also chest. looks like an 80s porno actor yeah. yeah it's 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 wild and then we got a tall guy who looks like michael phelps he does he looks exactly like michael phelps just as tall very skinny yep. and he plays bass then we have a man on keyboards who seems very feminine and then we have a another another lanky tall guy with a you know too much eyebrow playing drums. <laughs> and then we have YK Kim himself playing not playing an instrument but pretending to play a guitar. Oh my god. And he is so happy that you just don't even care because you can't stop smiling. I mean, you, you can't help but smile when he's trying to play guitar. It is, I mean, hands down, he's just not even trying to play guitar. He's no. just, I don't shaking know what he's doing. He's shaking the guitar up and down. He's not even like pretending to strum the guitar. It's just a hot mess, but it's hilarious. It's, it's great. He is excited. He's so happy. And this man, I would guess he looks like he's 55. I don't know how old he is here because he looks exactly the same today than he did there. <laughs> so I can't tell how old this man was while he was filming this movie. That's the band. Yeah, well, he was born in 56. And now, this movie was filmed in 87. So there you go. How old is he? What'd you no, say? No, I said that he was born in 56 and oh, wow. this movie was filmed in 87 so he okay. was 31 he was only 31 <laughs> years old joe <laughs> just get that in your brain he, he's he's at least 53 <laughs> he looks like an older man hanging out with young guys it's very oh very odd and they all live in the same house we'll get to that but they all but look old they all they, do like well, they no, all look I like mean, 80s porno actors and they all they're all in old. college they look like college guys i mean they do look older but they don't look too old but then again, it's the 80s, so people looked a lot older than they are, you know? The band's playing on stage, and they're playing this Friends song. But the Friends song is actually lyrics that tell you plot? Yeah. It's Now, this band has no connection, but they're gonna... Uh, uh, they're gonna, like, it's all about how they have to stop violence through Taekwondo... But they're friends to attorney. They've been together forever. It's 
you don't know these characters. You haven't introduced to them at all. You've been introduced to only the villains. And so this is coming out of nowhere. And this is the way of the movie telling you actual plot, which is insane. Okay. So then we see, we cut back to the two bad guys. And the one bad guy stops and starts staring at the woman in the band. Now, you think that maybe he's attracted to her and he's like, I'm going to take this girl, you know, like whatever. And that's how this movie's going to be about. And then the other ninja guy, the, the the head ninja, goes to him. Hey, buddy, isn't that your sister? Yes, that's your sister, Jane. She's working here. <laughs> and he says, yeah. And he's like, what's she doing up there? Would she work here now? He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she's not supposed to be here. I don't I don't know what she's doing here. You better watch her. Let's go. Come on. And he's like, hey man, let's go get some drinks. You better keep your eye on her. And he's mad. He like, get the hell off of me. And he can't stop staring. And then the whole scene is him watching her having fun. And then he sees her kiss her bandmate, the bassist. Yeah. And he's just like mad. He looks like jealous rage is on his face. Yeah, which you shouldn't really have that kind of feeling if that's your sister. Yeah, that's your sister. This guy's emoting jealousy, like a lover, like an ex-lover or something. You don't know. So then we cut to school. And now we're following the characters of Dragon Sound. So we see a school. What is it? What school? <laughs> it's the University of Central Florida. The University of Central Florida. This yes. is Miami connection. Yeah. And it's Orlando, but we're in Central Florida. And well, the sister by the way, goes to this school. Yeah. You didn't point out the thing that was really funny was the title card that told us Orlando is on what was it? Yeah, it, and then there's a there's sign a, that there's says a sign Coral the, Gables. Coral Gables. <laughs> totally different. So I I cannot believe they Coral didn't notice Gables it. Coral Gables is closer to Miami yes, than Orlando. Than Orlando, <laughs> uh, it's wild. Okay, so oh so God. yeah, we're in we're in uh, the University of Central Florida. Yes, that's where the sister goes to school. Uh, all of them do. Oh well, yeah, they all, all do. Them, I guess. even YK Kim. Everyone in the band goes there. It's really odd, and uh, we don't really know that though. But what we see is uh, as we're following the camera into the school. We see a computer class where everybody is annoyingly typing, insanity typing. Yeah, like... Yeah, and we, we get a special announcement from the teacher that the class has won fourth place, and everybody should clap. And then he walks around saying, good job to everybody. He tells one woman... What is the circle? How is there a circle? They're, they're typing incessantly. I, what are you typing? They're making computer programs on IBM computers. I don't really know what's happening in this class, but everybody is it, it, typing insanely. It's, and none of it makes any sense. Yeah. So why even show this scene so at all? So we see her, and she's at the t her computer. It's the one from the Dragon Sound Band. Then all of a sudden, the lanky bassist comes to the door, and he's, tr mm -hmm. he's trying to get her attention. I think his name's John or something like that. I can't remember all their names. But um, he, like, looks at her and he starts doing the dorkiest come outside with me. And she is very amused. She's all into it. She He is doing, she, like, I know. And then she's like, like <laughs> he's such a the goober. the best moment ever between these two people. Well, he's telling her, let's go outside. She's in class. 
All because right. to just get up and leave. Yeah. So she, the next scene is she does. And now this is just how great this directing is. So they have a walking establishing shot with them talking. And not only did the actors not know how to deliver these lines, because the main, the actor here, he's not given a line to express what's happening in the scene. He just basically starts saying to her, so, uh, family, do you have family? Am I ever going to meet your family? Yeah, it was just so weird. Yeah. Like, the dialogue is so odd in this movie. And she says, I have a brother. <laughs> and he says, oh, I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, I don't like him. Though. I don't like him. You don't like your own brother? Well, I don't for, like him. Well, first he goes, the only reason I'm going to school here is because he's been taking care of me my whole life. And he's really he's really worked hard on getting me into this school. But I don't like him. Yeah, but I don't like him. And, and she doesn't like, even say and, why. And then he goes, you don't like your brother? And then she goes, no, he's not a good person. I don't want to speak about it. She actually says to him, my mother died. My father died. She's telling him. My brother him, took care of me. Yeah. And she's saying it. Story. She's just dropping it. Now, the directing is so bad here because we also have characters walking around them and we can hear them too. Yeah. And they're not characters we need to know. They're extras. They're, they're just extras. And they're all chatting over this conversation. <laughs> over the conversation. And everything is going it's to amazing. be overdubbed. Yes. Because we really can't hear them. Right. So, Jane, I've wondered about your family. Do you have any family or anything? I haven't met anybody yet. Or... Well, I have a brother, as a matter of fact. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be going to this nice school and staying in the nice dorm I'm staying in. It's really nice to know. Except for one thing. I don't really like him. What? You don't like your own brother? Why? Well, I can't really explain it. I just don't like him. What about your parents? Well, they were divorced when, when I was young. My dad took off to some young girl and left my mom and my brother and myself. And she had to raise us all by herself. She had a tough life. And uh, she shortly after that died. And my father died a little while after he left us. But speaking of my brother, I think it's time I go meet him. Where is he? We had yeah. to we had to watch this in subtitles. Simply, well, we did. We, we ended up putting we it on. We actually put time. the subtitles on because even after seeing this several times, we still don't understand what the hell they're saying in a lot of the scenes. Some scenes, some actors are baffling. But so we had to, we had to look into it a little better. Yeah. So you know, cut to the next scene is, you know, well, she, she. Well, he says, "I hope I can I can meet your brother," and then she's like, eh, "I don't know," and then all of a sudden. The brother shows up with an entire army of cars. Oh my god, it's like a it's like a convoy. Yeah, and it's all those apocalyptic <laughs> warriors again. It's all odd people that don't seem to be together in a gang. It's like weird people. Jeff, this is my friend John. Well, Jeff, heard a lot of good things about you. Where'd you find this son of a bitch? He's a friend of mine from school. A friend? How can you act like that? Shut up! So nice to meet you. I've heard so much good things about you. <laughs> but he has no, all I heard was I don't like my brother. It's the stupidest dialogue. Like, what are you talking about, dude? You you haven't heard anything except that she hates him. Yes. <laughs> so, so I don't know what the I hell is. I mean, maybe she's he was about. just trying to He's be talking. nice. Yes, I think he's trying like, to be nice. And then <laughs> Well, what else? What do you say? I mean, yeah, yeah, just like he puts his hand out to shake the guy's hand and the brother's like, well, fuck you. You know, I don't want you seeing my sister. 
and he punches he, him and the brother in the just face. punches the guy in the face for no reason yeah. like zero reason just because he's breathing he punches him in the face and then the rest of the band dragon sound sees that this is happening and they come over and they get into like a little rumble no they don't fight at all but they don't fight it's just you know talking trash to each other yk kim gets in the middle of them yk kim gets in the middle and let me tell you he no says, one understands what the hell yk kim is saying yeah, the, the, the delivery of the lines here is insane he says there's just some misunderstanding. You don't understand. I'm her brother. When I say leave her alone, leave her alone. Whatever you say. Just remember what I said if you don't want to get hurt. You don't scare me at all. Jane, I want to talk at to you all. later. Goodbye. Nobody understands anything it, that's coming out of YK so Kim's mouth. wildly weird. We had to put subtitles on simply because it's not that... You know, yes, he does have a heavy accent, but he also doesn't know how to deliver a line. Oh, he has no he idea. Has no idea going. what he's saying. But he's so happy and friendly. He's very inviting. Yes, he's, you really like him. You like him, but you don't understand a fucking word that's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I mean, you do. It's just it comes at you in just like one words. Like we we have to go. I'm sorry. What? Well, it wasn't even him that bothers me with the dialogue. It's. Another character that will show up right after this scene. Um, but yeah, so what I wanted to point out with the brother was it seems like this guy has done something sexually to his sister, and that's why she doesn't like him. I mean, I... I th- I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even think that first. I would think automatically that she knows that he's doing dirty dealings because obviously he is. He's a he's a drug he dealer says that too. But his jealousy here is. Wild. Well, he's just super controlling over her. But I mean, I don't Why? know that this is it's Scarface just, level. I don't know if it, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess it is. It's it's creepy. But, it's creepy. But I mean, they don't it really seems, reference like you know. But they don't tell us that. But we know that like she doesn't like him, and she doesn't want to talk about it. And then he is like jealous. So it, it is. I don't really know. highly inappropriate and bizarre, and it feels weird. Adding that, um, that, like, I guess that the possibility into it, it kind of like ruins everything for me. So I don't even. Want to oh, think really? Of that. I yeah. think it feels like it was there, but I don't know. I think they felt like they needed to change things to make it really weird. It, it's he, he's it's just a lunatic, fun. the brother. Yeah, that's that's all I get from it. He's just a lunatic. So then we get a we get a scene. Uh, we we cut from that that they're all like, what was that about? And he's like, you know, I would have kicked his ass, but my girlfriend was there, and I didn't want to kick her at brother's ass, you know, in front of her. Like, so he kind of like let it happen. Yeah, he just let himself get punched in the face for literally no reason. Well, and- I mean, he's like I said, he he's trying to like not attack his his, his girlfriend's brother. You know, I would have been because, like, fuck that. Uh, yeah, but then they would break up, you know, like, that's how it is. No, she family. hates the brother anyway. Yeah, she, like, but she doesn't still even her brother. defend, like, her boyfriend. Like, you know, she just gets she into it. She throws like, books at him. She's like, she threw her books and she's like, you're my brother. Why are you acting like this? Like, yeah, it's I hate just, you. And she just pounds on yeah, his chest. Yeah, like, okay, you, great. Yeah. It, it was just so, it was just weird. So we cut to a scene where now we're at the nightclub that they, they play. And the nightclub owner's coming down, and some weird guy comes in with sunglasses and a full suit jacket. Now, we think this is going to be some kind of drug deal thing or plot line like that. It isn't. It is farther from that than you can imagine. It is actually the band who used to play the club 
and yep. they're angry that they got fired and replaced by Dragon Sound. Yeah. These guys are in full suits, like they're meeting for a business, like business meeting. Now, this actor, this guy who's playing the actor who, the, his character is the other band singer. Yeah. His dialogue, he it, delivers it so bad. quick and terrible yeah. that you can hardly understand. This is the guy I wanted closed captioning for. Yeah, we had to turn on the closed captioning. At that point, I was like, okay, I don't understand why Kate Kim, and I don't understand this guy at all. Yeah. And also, some of the song lyrics, I just wanted to know exactly oh, what they were saying. we wanted to know what the chanting was. And yeah. it was crazy. But. but yeah, this guy comes in, he starts fighting with the owner. He's yelling at him. He says crazy stuff like... What are you in here for, man? Waste look, my time? Bitch. I thought I fired you. What? Dude, yeah, you fired me one because of the goddamn dragon sound. That's bullshit. They came in here to play goddamn songs for kids. Now, who you bullshit? They play a lot better than you, man. You play now about goddamn kitty music. Your music's for old hey, people, look, buddy. Hey, look, man, you don't know what music's all about. I tell you what, are you deaf? You sure don't know how to play, I tell you that. That's my ass. Got it? Ooh. Tell me, That's it, buddy, man. You're, you're full of you shit. You want to go out of here, man? Right, and uh, he's this guy's backing up Dragon Sound. Now, you think that like he's gonna get his ass kicked, and maybe Dragon Sound's gonna come in and save the day or back him up, and that's gonna be the plot? Nope. This owner can fight the entire band by himself, and he knows Taekwondo <laughs> Everybody too. Everybody in this movie knows how, Taekwondo. How that's possible? I, it just comes out of nowhere, <laughs> and it means nothing to the rest of the plot. Every this band though, this other band. It's like uh, the Blues Brothers with that other band they took over for. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they're all high. Yeah, they just kept getting their asses kicked. That's this band. He, he, They're always getting their ass kicked by everybody. Son of a bitch, you get out of here. You son of a... Don't you give me a point, time? You son of a bitch. Next time, I'll kill your ass. And they run out. You're like, what the hell is going on in this movie? And then we cut to the Dragon Sound gang at their house. They all live together. Yes, all the band members live together. Well, except the sister. They're, the rest of them all live together. They love hanging out shirtless. They're all shirtless, and they all wear ball hammock shorts that like ride up. Yep. So like, if they move wrong, their balls are going to fall out the bottom of the shorts. <laughs> the keyboardist <laughs> loves to have his pants unzipped. Yes. Oh, the show is Tidy Whitey's. He's always got sh- no shirt on. And also, YK Kim loves feeding everybody grapes, which is a really interesting sequence. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. He loves I- feeding people. <laughs> he loves pushing food in their mouths with his hand. It's very odd. Um, remember, they're friends for eternity. Yes. They've been friends for a very long Loyalty, time. Loyalty, honesty. And they'll be longer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> this, so that now the, the, the one guy, the bassist, has a letter from, in the mail... And it's for the keyboardist. And he comes out and he wants the letter and he won't give it to him. You can have give me it. the letter get now. Give me the letter. Now. Jeez, guys, what's going on what's out going here? On here? What are you trying to do? Wake up the neighbors? Need to get some work done. You would have had enough done for that street fight. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'll get you that. That's how serious What's going on here? You guys trying to wake up the neighbors or what? Have you seen a for one night? John, what happened? Getting enough, I'll tell you. Jim, you guys fighting or what? What happened? Got this letter. John, what happened? I don't know. He won't tell me. Huh? Jim, right. tell us. What happened? Jim, what is this letter? Tell us. Go ahead. Tell us. Why don't you explain to us? Come on. We're your, we're your best friends. The keyboardist opens the letter and he just he just throws it at the floor, and they're like, "What is it? 
we're best friends. You can tell me anything. <laughs> and he goes in. He goes and walks up to the camera, and does a monologue. And the monologue is brilliant. It's the most epic thing I think in the movie. Because I, I mean, you're so captivated, but it, you're you're dying with laughter. Because inside. the acting is so 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 par that it's amazing. It. I mean, it's just outrageous. This. Okay, so he's um the keyboardist finds out that. <laughs> funniest thing ever that he he his dad um left him when he was young he was like a military dad and he left him when he was super young so he's been like kind of wanting to find his dad forever so he wrote to the military and i guess they wrote him back saying oh you know we can locate your father so he goes so the keyboardist goes into this maybe i don't know two minute long monologue how much With do you remember? Full on tears and everything. <laughs> How much do you remember from it? I'm not gonna lie. I read one thing that sticks out in my head the most is that okay, first of all, this isn't I just want to see if you can actually do the monologue as much as you can. I just want to hear it. Because <laughs> I, I want I think I could do it too. He says he says my mom was a Korean woman and my father was an African American. And they left me Wow! when I was young. And he just starts crying. And I'm like... What? I was hoping you can do it way better than that. I can't. No. I can't. I, I don't remember every word I'm, that they say. Want me to try? <laughs> do you want to see if I can do it? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't think you can um. either. It's just so extra. Um... My father was in the army. He was married to a... My mother was a Korean woman. And he left us. And I didn't want to find him. Because I didn't like him. <laughs> I know. Because he left us. Because I didn't like him. Because he left cause us. Because he left us. Oh. But now, now that I'm older, yeah. I just need to know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're I was getting close. I was getting close there. I was so it was so melodramatic, and he actually had full on like oh, visine coming from his eyes oh, and everything. Before he tells the story, he had he. There's a picture in the envelope because he found his father. They found his father, and, yeah. And then he has a picture of his father in yeah. a full army outfit, you know, or it's navy or something. I think he's and, in the army. And he, White Kid Kim, grabs the photo and goes, "Who is this? Your brother?" And he says. That's my father. And he says, you have a father? I thought we were all orphans. Now, I don't know if he knows this, but they all have fathers or had fathers. They just aren't, weren't like born from a cabbage patch. What is this freaking dialogue? Yeah, so, yeah, so that's when he tells the story. Sorry, it's hiding from this from you guys. But this looks like your brother. I didn't know you have a brother. It's my father. What? This is your real father? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I didn't know you had a father. I thought we are all orphans. My mother was Korean. 
And my father was black American. She gave me this picture when she was real sick. I was only nine years old. They say that they loved each other and they were real loyal. But then when he finished military duty, he left. And we never saw him again. She told me to find him. But I didn't like him because he left us. But I knew one day when I grew up, I'd find him. Whether he was dead or alive. I sent a couple letters to the defense department. And it's very sad. And the rest of the actors have to hold their faces from laughing in the background while he's doing the monologue I in front of the camera. I give them all the credit because the I would have lost my shit. The one guy who's the drummer, he he's dying inside. Yeah, he, he wanted like to laugh dying. so bad because it was just... And well, he shouldn't be laughing because he's got a scene later on of a monologue and it's also <laughs> really bad. Um, I mean, it's just, the dialogue is pretty freaking bad pretty in this crazy. movie, but it's just so funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's it's hard though because we keep getting so many montages in this movie. They every time there's a scene, they cut to a montage. Yes, yeah, so many. So I believe we also now get a montage of bikers hanging out, oh, and they're God. playing like tough guy like. Everybody's a tough guy. Yeah, that's the like, song. And, and something okay. like that, and and it's the the Miami Ninjas hanging out with motorcycle people, and there's like yes. this is full on motorcycle, and we're just getting a whole music video of trashy, you know, like bikers and their the women showing their boobs and like the whole thing, and they're playing the full song. Now, trivia, they asked every biker. Hey, we'll give you free alcohol. Every biker showed up, and that's why there's a thousand bikers there's in this a movie. Thousand and bikers at the, at the premiere. A hundred of them showed up. I mean, that's so they all they yeah. did was give them free beer to hang out. It's it's crazy. Like there was, it was the most needless scene of of anything I've ever seen in a movie. Why do you have? It's to establish the two gangs. Okay, yeah, but, but why do we friends? need to see all of these titties? It, it, it's wild. It's also there's like, like there's so also much. yeah there's also a montage of the Dragon Sound group going to the beach, and they're driving their car on the beach and they're like yelling they're at like women. Frolicking in the sand and one we're of the yelling. lines you love is uh, what was it uh, oh the buns? What was it? Oh my god! Something like oh those are. Those are I should, those are better buns than the bakery. Those are better buns than in the bakery. Or something like that. <laughs> and you were like, "That's amazing." I um, love that line, but, but it the, was like there's a montage here of just them flirting with women, and then they're showing women butts walking over and over to another song, and then they just randomly start showing kids showering. Yeah, like I, at the at the beach. At and the it's beach, like, yeah. I'm like, and a guy the- holding a sign that's like. Jesus is coming and all this stuff. It was just, it's just so, so random. random and it's so weird. But this movie keeps doing these montages. Yeah, and you know what? I'm like, okay, I'm I'm here for it because every single scene is is a new montage or some ridiculous dialogue. I mean, yeah. it, the dialogue in this movie is so 
bad, yeah. but you can't help but laugh. It's just, it's comical. It's just, and they, I don't know how serious they're taking themselves, but I, I feel like some of the actors almost lose it in yeah. many scenes. And I would, I couldn't be in the room with these people. I would die laughing. Yeah, I agree. I was cracking them through the whole movie, and we've seen this what three times now, and and I can't stop laughing at it. It's just incredible. I, I think we get a scene, and the reason we're getting the bikers talking is because I think the uh, the biker, the the Miami Ninja head, and the cocaine apocalyptic warriors gang, they <laughs> they are making a deal, and then he's like, "Well, what are we gonna do about your sister?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm going to take care of that. And he's like, we also have to take care of this dragon sound, this band. Still hanging around with the damn band dragon sound. Better take care of her. Concentrate on our business. Anyway, we need to get rid of that band so you can control that area. Don't worry. I already had that plan. I'll see you in Miami soon, won't I? We have to yeah. take care of that so we can we can get everything flowing properly. I mean, like, why? Now, I don't know why. They're just musicians they're that are playing just, at a club. Yeah, they're just musicians. And people are really having fun listening to their music, so leave it alone, Yeah, dude. like, they literally have no reason to hate to them, hate them or want to do something. dating his sister. Oh, I mean, big deal, yeah. you know? Like, get, get over he it. He keeps making it sound like they're really, like, stopping the drug trade. Yeah. Now, I will say the second song that Dragon Sound plays at the club does seem to set up the fact that they are trying to tell people we have to take down the ninja and the <laughs> drugs and the the needless killing. It's a, another crazy song that seems to know the plot, mm -hmm. although these characters don't have any relevance to the plot and really don't know what's going on. So why they're yeah. singing about taking another ninja, and they actually have the whole crowd chanting with them. Mm -hmm. Taekwondo. Like, yeah, we got to take down the, the whole thing with Taekwondo. Um, it's friggin' weird. It doesn't really make sense. It seems like the movie was supposed to be something else and that they were singing songs to rally troops to fight the drug trade and the ninja. Right. So it, it's, but we don't it's really very, have... That's like, not true, though. We don't, yeah, there's no motivation on their part to, to, to do, do that. Yeah, to even sing that song. And it seems like like maybe the, 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 the manager, there's also a restaurant owner that connects to Dragon Sound that they're friends with. He also knows Taekwondo. The, the owner of the club knows Taekwondo. You feel like they're starting an army and they're going to fight back. 
That does not happen it here at all. It doesn't happen. So, it's like, why are they even... Why even here? Right. Yeah. So uh, then we get the band, the guy from the last band gathers an army. Oh, the guy that got um, booted from the set because the, he he wanted to, you know, his band was Yeah, the one there. that got kicked out of the club that fought the, yeah. the club owner a minute ago. And he was pissed off so he got booted he, out. He gathered a bunch of rednecks and they they caught Dragon Sound in a street right before uh, train tracks. This is another uh, small place in Orlando. Yep. Which is funny. It's another small place that actually has its own weird history. But uh, they they capture them at the train tracks and they surround their car and they have a big fight. And Dragon Sound kicks the living crap out of... There's 30 people. And there's only five Dragon Sound guys. Yep. And they, they kick the crap out of... Dragon Sound beats their asses. So now the band guy who's been beat up by not only a club owner, but also Dragon Sound, has to go to the brother, the drug lord, and ask for his help. And he basically tells him, hey, can you get rid of Dragon Sound? Because they took our job. I want my job back. But if I make money, I'll give it to you. Okay, what? What? Yeah. It- we'll join you. <laughs> what? This guy's he wants a job. But he just gave all his money yeah, away. Yeah, I don't understand. There was no. I don't, I'm sitting there baffled. I don't understand this this plot line. Yeah. What is going on there? And you know what the drug king pen says to him? He goes, "Damn this band. <laughs> like what a foil in my plans. This band. <laughs> They're just friends for eternity. Yes, loyalty, honesty. honesty yeah. <laughs> Through thick, thick or thin. thin. <laughs> So, oh, oh, perfect. Um, I think we jinxed ourselves. I know um, we did. We did. So uh, we're too close, baby. We're too I know, close. Too close. <laughs> so yeah, this. Uh, so the Dragon Sound again. You know, they play in the club. They have. I think they do three sets. Yeah. Throughout the movie, and all the songs are just as catchy as the one before. Yeah, they're all like really catchy, like just, you know, typical 80s jams. One of them has them doing Taekwondo on stage. Yes. Where uh, YK Kim uh, grabs the keyboardist's nose with his toes. Okay, yeah, I was so repulsed. (laughs) I mean, literally, I don't care how close we are. I mean, we're married, yeah. and I would never put my foot... You don't foot, want to put your feet on my face? I would never put my foot on your face like that and grab your nose with my toes. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like you don't this is toe jams on my nostrils? I don't want toe jams on your face. But, like, I don't know the how these jam. actors do this. <laughs> because I'm just looking at that scene. I'm like, okay, his foot is on this guy's mouth. Like, that's freaking yeah. gross. And he was just on stage dancing around and, and you know, doing martial arts on a dirty stage, and he his foot on the guy's face i'm like oh jesus there's also a montage of yk kim teaching taekwondo to his the dragon sound great gang and he sticks his fist almost down the guy's throat in the drummer's mouth (laughs) and there's a freeze frame it's just like a constant slow it's not freeze frame or it's not slow motion no it's but they're pretending it is yeah because he's got his mouth around his fist and he's acting like, like, and then he goes, "Okay, that was a good set. Thanks, guys." Oh my it, god! It's so wild. It's just wild. Um, so yeah, uh, we keep getting, we cut back from montage to montage to fight to fight 
to sound to the the show to show. Yep. And then, and it, then we get to yet another drug deal involving the um porno actor brother. You know, the guy, the brother, the girl's brother who's, you know, the asshole. Yeah, yeah. And then what's what's the drug deal? I don't remember this no, part. Yeah, when he, he actually gets killed in the scene. Oh, no, that's way later. <laughs> that happened right that's after. That's the end. No way. That's the end. Yeah, no, there's a they kidnap uh, oh, they Hall kidnap the, They kidnap John Oates. That's right. Yeah. They do. They kidnap him uh, because they can't beat these guys up. And they keep, they, we keep meeting, they keep meeting and they keep beating up everybody in the movie. And uh, Dragon Sound just keeps kicking ass. And they, again, they can't beat them. So what they finally do is they kidnap, uh, or was it John Oates you're saying? What is this guy's real name? <laughs> I don't, I'm not calling him his real name. He's the, actually the one that's married to the oh, lead the actress. Girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So they kidnap him, and they beat him up, and they kidnap him, and they hold him for ransom so the dragon sound can come after him. And they do. They come after them, and they save their friend, and they beat everybody up, and they kick everybody's ass and they also end up killing the lead drug dealer mm-hmm. um, and he falls to his death and he dies and then they cut away from it and we just don't talk about it for that's, a while that's the brother yeah yeah and we don't we don't talk about it for a while but we find out that the head ninja is told that his brother is dead that's what he says your brother is dead and mm-hmm. then he's like, I need to get revenge on Dragon Sound. And he has a montage where he thinks about how close they are. And it's just scenes from the movie where they were just talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, what's really important here is the the keyboardist's father is coming in to Orlando to meet his son. And they're super excited about it. Yes, he gets no, a letter. This is the military father that disappeared through yeah. his whole life. <laughs> He's coming in yeah. to meet his son. My father! My father! I found my father! Oh my god! Roger! What'd you say? Father, oh my god! Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, father, you got it! They get super excited. The guy opens the mailbox and he finds the letter and he says, Oh my god! And he, my dad, he's coming! And they all pick, now again, shirtless. They're all shirtless. Unzipped pants again. Yeah, they all look like a hot mess. They put him on their shoulders and YK Kim says, how much money you left in the bank? I have about 200. 200 altogether? I have 50 that I left. I get about 60. Okay, what's your best store? Well, you need to buy a suit. You can buy a suit. That's good. Yeah, take that Let's buy him a suit so he looks really good for his father. And he did. He looked really good with his new suit. So they got him a new suit. Yeah. And they it, it does look pretty snazzy. It's a nice little gray suit. Yeah. They go to the store with him. He looked good. And they... For some reason, go back home with him in his suit. He's still dressed in a suit, and they're dressed in a suit. And the bassist has a suit on, but a shirt that's so small that his belly keeps sticking out. <laughs> so I don't know really what he's going for. And YK Kim, 
He's not wearing anything but a normal like. He's wearing like total eighties clothes. He's wearing yeah. like regular like jeans with like um like a it looks like a like I guess a biker vest. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. odd. It's like colors too. It's like red and black. Red and black. Yeah. And <laughs> they're supposed to go meet this guy's father. So for some reason they go home just to get out of the car to tell everybody that they got a suit. But when they get there, the daughter, the, the sister, the guy's girlfriend is there. You have to be thinking to yourself, he just killed his her brother. Yeah. And we really haven't discussed it. Right. No and one's discussed it. In fact, the movie now feels like maybe we should discuss it yeah, for a second. because they skipped over it. So they get out of the car and, and the girl's like, oh, congratulations on finding your father. You look great in your suit. And she, he's like, yeah, thanks. Here's your boyfriend. So good. You must be so happy. I am. I am. It's John. Sorry, I've been gone so long. I had a lot of thinking to do. I'm hurting inside, you know. And I just couldn't stay away for long because I love you so much. I'm so sorry about what happened. I felt so bad about that. It's not your fault. I understand. You had to do it. You had no choice. I understand. It's all over now. That's true. It's okay. We're happy for Jim. That's right. I finally found your father. All right. <laughs> but I had to do it. It had to be done. There was no other way. And she says, I know. That's over now. And he's like, you're right, it is. Our friend is going to meet his father today. She's like, you're right. And they start kissing. And then they show the keyboardist's face looking at them like a creeper. Like a total creep just kissing. watching with like this like <laughs> shit-eating grin on his face. And it was like one of those moments where like, oh my God, like is he going to ask to join in? Like it was just so creepy. You it was so oddly placed. Yeah. You would think that cops would be involved. There's so many dead bodies. There's dead bodies everywhere. In, in Florida, in Orlando, particularly yes. in Orlando. From the everywhere. First, the first drug deal, yep. there was a slaughter. There's yep. bodies everywhere. I mean, they have brawls in the streets. Multiple brawls. Multiple. There's not one single police officer involved in all that. There was a kidnapping. There was a kidnapping. They also attack a restaurant owner. There was also a music venue attacked yes um oh all the ninja are dead the nin- okay not yet <laughs> but not, not yet a, a lot of them later. are the, the the biker gang and the drug the drug dealer biker gang are pretty much de- dead yeah they're, they're dead. gone yeah like everybody gets their ass kicked and if they're not dead they're so hurt and so butthurt that they're not gonna they're <laughs> never gonna mess with dragons on again they've been really messed up yeah um but yes, the ninja are still out there, and they want revenge. So they leave. They now get back in the car, Dragon Sound, the YK Kim, the bassist, and the keyboardist to go. For some reason, they just got in the car to come show them the outfit to get back in the car and go see the father. Mm-hmm. So they go the they go driving to the airport. When they're getting to a bridge area, they get jumped. By the ninja, and they have a ninja showdown in what, like, in a swampland underneath like, um, the bridge. Yeah, it looks like a um, a forest. But it like looks a like Florida. Swamp. Yeah, it looks like a swamp, <laughs> like pretty much the Everglades. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a, just a swampy area under a bridge, and instantly one of the ninja cuts the keyboardist's chest. So much so 
that his tie is cut in half. His tie, his brand new tie. You know, he looked really good in his new suit, yeah. and it's fucked up big he time. He screams. Ah! I mean, and it's an epic scream. Y.K. Kim freaks out and starts screaming his name over and over while holding him, screaming in his face. Yeah, it was a very epic 80s um, movie type moment. And this is the switch where the other two guys, Y.K. Kim included in the bassist, lose their fucking minds <laughs> and kill at least 30 ninja it was amazing they go on a rampage this is it becomes drive the movie drive of ryan yeah. gosling where he's just killing everybody in one oh scene. yeah that's what's happening here they just start murdering everybody but kill bill style oh yeah and there's blood shooting in their face. They're they're doing faces of like rage after stabbing someone yeah. to death. It was like a crazy '88 um, yeah. moment. It was. And yeah. then one of the ninja gets away. And now uh, at the same time, uh, Y.K. Kim is dragging the sliced in in the chest uh, keyboardist into the water. Of the muddy swamp water. Yeah, let's just drag him through some muddy yeah, swamp. I, to hide him, I guess. But all the ninjas are coming there, too. So they just keep fighting. Right. I don't really know what's going on there. But one of the ninjas gets away mortally wounded and finds Storm Shadow. The leader. Um, the, the leader, leader of, of the, ninja, the ninja. Miami. Yeah, the Miami ninja. And he gets up to him uh, and he's like, Master, all the ninja are dead. <laughs> and then he goes, he just turns. And cuts that ninja's head off. Yeah, he just cuts his head right off. And then stands up and starts laughing. Boss, everybody's dead. Like diabolically, like comedically it's the laughing. Best laugh. It's in the sun. And fun fact, they replaced the actor had already left. They already filmed the movie. And because they were told that the movie's a little too much of a downer ending, they refilmed some of it. And YK Kim had to refilm it. Another director had filmed this, but he went back to Hong Kong. Oh. And so they had to film new scenes. And this is new scenes. And so they didn't have that actor back to play the main Miami Connection ninja. So they just put a guy in a white and covered his face in the white mask. Yeah. And now that's this guy. So he goes after YK Kim and they have a sword showdown. Yep. It doesn't last too long, though. It doesn't last long because YK Kim is enraged. Oh, yeah. He's like, you don't what do you mess call with it? one Agro? of his friends. Yeah. <laughs> for eternity. You don't mess yep. with one of those guys. Because who thick and thin? Loyalty. Honesty. Yeah. Yeah. And so why 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 Kim just freaking he kills this guy. He kills this guy. He kills this guy. And so meanwhile, you know, they go over and they, they're like, Oh my god, our friend is dying. Our friend is dying. Yeah, and the airplane <laughs> flies overhead that his father's on. Yeah. And oh, he sees it. That particular airplane, yeah. because you know that's that's gotta be that particular airplane. He yeah. can see his father. All the way in the sky in an airplane. It, it had to be at that moment, at that same yeah. airplane. And cut to the hospital. 
Yes, but can we? Can I just please just say that <laughs> they're driving in the car and they're all muddy and bloody, and the the bassist he gets like sliced in the back and he has no shirt on and he's just they're covered in freaking blood up, yeah. and and they've committed multiple murders, multiple murders. But then when they when you cut to the hospital scene, they're nice and clean. They actually show a shot of three of them <laughs> sitting in the hospital chair. Four of them. Sitting in the hospital chairs, just staring forward. And yeah. one of the people with them is an older gentleman in glasses. And the doctor walks out, and they all stand up. Well, oh, before that, YK Kim has a conversation with the man in glasses, who turns out to be the keyboard's father. Yes. Who's a man who they've painted his hair gray. Yeah, it, it's definitely a young man that they made to they look They made his hair gray older. to make him look older. It, it's terrible looking. It's they, terrible. They should have just hired an older actor. I don't know what happened. His conversation, their conversation is fantastic because both actors are struggling to act. Well, YK Kim can't really speak English very well. Yeah. And the other one doesn't know what he's doing in this movie at he's all. Like, I almost lost my son again. I'm so glad that he has friends like you. And he's like, he's my friend. My best friend. Is it, it, like, it was just so? What? What do you? Yeah. Why do you need to have this in here? It, it was it, so ridiculous. But I mean, you're, you're still completely skipping over the fact that YK Kim is, you know, he's muddy. He's covered. Not at all. In, yeah, in, in a little bit of mud. So is this. He's a little dirty. Yeah. But the the guy who got sliced in the back, who was covered in blood, like he looked like he had just savagely murdered everybody. He's clean. Yeah. Now I would think that they fast forwarded. You know, and maybe they had time to go home and shower, and then they went to the hospital. But no, that's not what happened. Well, because the guy was sliced. His gut was sliced so bad that his shirt fell off and his tie was cut in half. Right. But, I mean, that at least if they, they're saying that it was fast-forwarded, that it would completely explain how the guy is clean now. Okay. He was yeah, covered in blood. Right. Yeah. But it was just the worst the scope least of my, uh, No, it was they, just... It was, how they even found... How the father found out that his son was in the hospital... How, so it, on the way to take the the guy to the hospital, do they stop at the airport and pick up the father? Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, let's just stop off for some juji fruits, and you knew I was in an accident. So, <laughs> Sorry, that's yeah. a Seinfeld reference. Um, yeah, and the doctor comes out, and they all stand up, and the doctor says he's fine. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he it's superficial wounds. He's going to be able to go home today. All you got to do is keep him and just watch him for observation. Yeah, that's enough. Like yeah. And then he's like, just need me for observation. He's really, he really helped that you were here, his father. Doctor, how is my son? Jim was extremely fortunate. The wounds weren't as deep as we initially thought. He did lose a lot of blood, but there was very little internal damage. Oh, thank God. When can we see him? He'll be out shortly. I'm going to leave him under your care tonight. He needs plenty of rest. If you have any problems, just give me a call. Thank you, doctor. Your being here has meant a lot to Jim. Yeah, like, what the hell do you know? Yeah. You just sewed him up. You're like the most informed doctor of all time. Yeah. Like, how do you know that, number one, he was waiting to see his father? And how did you even know that his father was sitting out here? You're supposed to be performing surgery. Well, it makes me think that he was awake the whole time. And it was just a flesh wound <laughs> that he was screaming No, he about. was almost gutted. I, I mean, know, he was screaming. We know screaming. that. What I'm saying is this movie is posing the it's idea just... that nothing really happened to him. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> they wheel him out, they wheel him out and they're all good. 
everybody's fine. It's it ends happy. No and, one uh, goes to jail for multiple mass murder. Yeah, no one's looking for anybody's <laughs> bodies. No one's looking for the murderers of all these people. Uh, and in, in the part where they're fighting under the bridge, you can see other cars looking there. And they must have been like, what in the fuck is happening down there? Like, because they oh, had no permits or anything. Yeah, they no, they're just you know. guerrilla filming. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they they all get up. The father looks at the son, and they, he's like, Jim, you're really blessed to have such wonderful friends. They really care about you. And I want you to know that now I really care, too. Please forgive me. I love you, son. I love you, too, Dad. Uh, doesn't he say something crazy like we were laughing about? He, 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 says, like, he says to YK Kim, thank you so much for caring about my son. He goes, and now... I, I care also about. care. Yeah. Like, where were you for 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the stupidest plot line. Like, if you're going to make a movie about something like this and just make it all pure action and ridiculousness, great. But don't pick a character at random and yeah. put this stupid plot in there. It makes no sense. It has no relevance to the movie whatsoever. Yeah. And there's no reason that any of us should care about this particular character. I mean, it's an ensemble cast. True. They're all ridiculous. And, you know, it's like, why pick out this one guy and they give him this monologue where he's crying and hamming it up and it was like the worst like monologue of all time like the, the line delivery in this movie is just atrocious yeah. it's hilarious and, and also the uh john hall what is what's his name oats what's his john name? oats john oats <laughs> <laughs> i just want to keep calling him hall notes uh oh, john johnny oats he uh oh, he got kidnapped God. and beat and we really don't even he was fine in front of the house and he's not with them in this scene and, no, he was recuperating, you know, on the apparently. couch. He's, um, he's okay, you know. Oh, and by the way, you know, there was a lot of money and drugs at stake in this situation, and nobody took a single thing. These guys are living on $20 yeah. a month to they survive. Talk about, they talk about that one scene. The, uh, the drummer says, I don't want to go back to the club anymore because I really just don't want to put ourselves in jeopardy anymore. Rightfully so. One of the mm -hmm. smarter things said. Yeah. And they all say, we need the money. How are right. we going to afford to keep going to school? Right, right. And he's like, well, I don't want to drop out. Yeah. Well, we don't have jobs. They all go to school. We do they the don't band. Have, yeah, it's our they, job. They, they play in the club yeah. with Dragon Sound, and that's their, their thing. They're saying that they're getting paid enough to go to school and pay for their house. Yeah. And eat. Okay. And drive and put fuel. They have one car, by the way. Yeah. Um, which always constantly gets left, and nobody ever steals it. All these gangs trying to fight them never destroy oh, no, it. Oh no! Yeah, they always it. they're always they running always away from the again. car, and yeah. they always find it again. It's yeah. like okay, this is a pretty sweet ride. It's like a convertible, it's like a red convertible. Yeah. It's so, like a pretty sweet ride, and like nobody ever steals it. I mean, if not for like the zaniness and the most ridiculous dialogue and acting of all time, I mean the fight scenes. They're they're pretty fun. I mean, I think they're well choreographed, even though the fight the the, the fists never land, and it's not you know it, they yeah, look like they never land. If like, you told a stunt guy that, right oh now, yeah, you'd be, they'd be so but mad I at mean, you right now. But we've seen you know a lot of martial arts movies from like the past and stuff where yeah. it, the, the fight scenes just look ridiculous. <laughs> but these these fight scenes were fun to watch. Yeah, I just wanted to say before you get into breaking down your thoughts about the whole movie. I just wanted to end the movie because what I didn't get to say was they wheel the wheelchair toward the screen in the hospital and they freeze frame 
and it goes to black, and we get a title card that says, only through peace will we stop violence, or something in those along those lines. Mm-hmm. We just witnessed them murder 50 people. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like they t- literally got away uh, with mass murder. Mass murder. <laughs> and they say the only way to peace is through... You know, is to end violence. Yeah, to end The only way to end violence violence is through peace. Yeah. And And it's like, like, okay. Yeah, okay, what's the lesson? Because we just watched you murder so many people. Um, That's crazy. And now, yeah, I just, some some things about the movie that are amazing. Uh, In the credits, they listed somebody as drug dealer, and they're listed as John Escobar. Oh, my God. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, that's amazing. Oh also, there's a scene where cops break up. Uh, they they hear the cops actually show up in one scene at a like a train yard or some sort, and there's like they're fighting in like some kind of sand. The two cops that show up, they're like, "Where is everybody?" And they're real cops because they had no permits. Two real cops showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, a couple scenes in the movie were stopped because cops thought they were real brawls. Yes. Um. I did read that trivia. But two of the cops showed up, and one of the cops, you can see the cop is nervous. He keeps pointing his real loaded weapon at his partner. Yeah. Uh, Because he did not know. This links to a next movie that we might be watching of pointing guns at yourself improperly. Um, (laughs) But yeah, there's so many funny things about this movie, and the fact that they were able to come back after this long, after filming this thing. And have it find some kind of success for them is kind of beautiful. Yeah. And I really love these guys at the Alamo Draft House and how they keep doing this stuff. This is one of many movies they've brought back into the light mm-hmm. that were dead. Uh, yeah, I'm grateful for those people. Yeah. Well, uh, one day we have to do, uh, uh, what was it? Dangerous Men, I think is the movie. Yeah. But one day oh, we have to revisit that one because I had a ball watching this movie. Um, and we dressed up our friend as And he looked just like him. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Oh, my God, um, it's so funny. We, we had a blast laughing through that thing. Um, yeah. I mean, we just love bad movies. We love so bad they're good movies. I mean. Well, we, you're always looking for that diamond in the rough. And this is yeah. the, one of those diamonds. You yes. Know, like. It's definitely a diamond. It's so much fun in such a corny, fun way that I don't en- I don't mind watching it over and over. No. And, and I will say, it's short. And it's also, there's not much movie. There's like, really not much movie at all. I just all. ran like, through the plot. And I did a shitty job running through the plot. Because there's a couple fights and there's other comments. Like the sister standing up against her brother at one point but yeah it it's like really doing it's anything. irrelevant because yeah. it's an hour and 27 minutes this movie and i'm going to tell you an hour and 15 minutes of this movie is just full on like martial arts montages <laughs> songs and martial and like taekwondo match yes yeah, so and then the rest of the movie is the guy's monologue where he's crying about his dad yeah there's, <laughs> there's only really like a little handfuls of like dialogue and yeah. like you know set pieces and stuff it's just so quaint. It's something about it that just makes me smile. Yeah, so. it's it's fun as hell. It's so much fun. And um, our our people that we like on YouTube, the best of the worst, did this. Oh, best of the worst they, did this. Rift they, Tracks um, did this. Yes, and best of the worst deemed it 
the best of the worst. On that episode, yeah. Because it is seriously just so entertaining and fun and you can't help but laugh i mean have a group of friends over and watch this movie because yeah. it was just a hoot to watch with your friends and, oh, and see everybody's face and everybody's yeah. reaction and we looked at each other all of us like we were like what? perfect beer movie perfect <laughs> yeah. hanging out movie and there there is just one of those movies that when you watch it again every time you see it you see something crazy in the background or there's an extra saying something that's wild yeah you know stuff like that is it's kind of amazing yeah now this movie um it's it's going for a lot of money of the dvd um well, only this there's like first, a new special edition going which is hilarious because the um, real print kind of got lost because of hurricane charlie so they don't really have an extra print. They only have the prints that they've found. Yeah. So they try to reconstruct it. And for some strange reason, they released it on a 4K Ultra. Yeah. Which this movie, there's so much. There's You hear static. You see the lines and the thing. I mean, this isn't a yeah. movie you release in 4K for $40. Yeah, it was it's like $42.99. I'm yeah. like, what, what? So we watched it. On Freebie, yeah, it's um, on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime, on Amazon with Prime. Ads. Yeah, you'll have some ads. You know, just press mute when you're watching. Um, but yeah, I mean, we watched it on Freebie, so that made I, it longer. It, it did make it longer. It did, but um, it just you know you have to see this movie. It, it's so much fun. It really is. It's it a is. lot of fun. Yeah, it, it really is, and it's again, it's one of those kind of like just a really nice like uh, success for him. A little success story. Yeah, for sure. And that makes me happy. Yeah. So, you know. It makes me happy, too, because I just I could watch this movie yeah, all this, the time. Yeah. And so right now, since we're doing Turkey Fest, then we're doing five movies this month. Uh, every every Tuesday, we're releasing a turkey that we love, and, and next week will be mine. But um, so far, we've only done two. We've done Godzilla vs. Megalon. And Miami Connection. Yeah, Miami Connection. And for, we're is... going to rank the five. And so we're going to keep doing that every episode. Where do you place this one? This is definitely above Godzilla vs. Megalon. Right? It's definitely above Godzilla vs. Megalon. It's something it's, that... This is my pick. So I obviously you know hold it in high regard. Um, you want me to rate it against the other ones? or? Well, no, we'll do that later as okay. we keep going on. And at the that, end, yeah. we'll do all five. Okay. And then uh, we'll bring it into next year because we'll keep trying to do this. Okay. Well, you want to know my rating? I gave it a second. This is what? I gave six? It a seven. What? I did. You know why? Because I had so much fun watching this movie. No way. I did. But it's it's clearly a six. It, it's a, clearly a five or a four. It's not a four. It, it's How a four. Dare you? In, in technic, you know, technical stuff, in script, in plot, in <laughs> okay. directing. It's a four. All right. Well, can but I just... it elevates because it's so yes. good well, it's bad. Can I put my, my rating it's into so perspective? Good, I, mean. I know what you meant. Can I just... Put, I'm putting my rating into perspective, like into some like kind of... Like, how about three parts? Um, how much enjoyment I got out of this movie, the acting, and the plot. So, Yeah. All those the things. The plot are... was ridiculous. Yeah. The acting no was worse. Yeah. But my enjoyment was really high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I always try to tell people, like, when you see a movie that's so bad it's good, it gets elevated 
you know if you're rating this in, in all the things that you rate a movie normally, yeah, you you automatically rate this like a three or a four because it's really really badly done. I mean, yeah, this is a and, turkey. I'm I'm gonna and be... so you it gets elevated up. That's what I'm saying to you right now. So yeah. it gets up, and so that's what I'm like. I I will not lie to you. I had given this a six because it made me smile so much. Yeah, and it, it, it that's insanely high. It, it's a five. Right. Because of the enjoyment getting picked up. Yeah. I think that all so bad it's goods usually should be fives, but fives are so mediocre that I feel like this one rises above that. I don't think that I don't think that this is a mediocre movie at all. I think it's fun. Yeah. As hell. Even if it's accidental. I mean, it is a five. I mean, I, I'm I yeah. give it a five. Um, I'm not giving it a seven. We're we're gonna give it a just another movie night six. Oh, okay. Gobble Let's just gobble. Give it a six, which is. It, it, when I said just another movie night, it's R6. It's R6. In our landscape of loving so bad it's good. Okay. This one kind of rose up in that movie. All right. Then it, oh, okay. It, it, I just like it. because it's so silly and, and it has such a good intention. It does. That, that he was really trying to make something that was friendly and nice and yeah. meaningful. And you got to give it to him. You got to give him credit yeah. for trying. For sure. So it gets that. Just another movie night. Turkey. Stamp of approval. Nerd. All right. So do you have anything else to add to this one? Oh, I said enough. <laughs> this one beats Godzilla vs. Megalon, which yeah. is the two we've watched so far. It sure enough does. I love Godzilla vs. Megalon. It's the childhood favorite. So this one is one I can, I can watch both. Over and over with no problem. I mean, I could too, but this one is just more fun to watch with a group of people. Yeah, and and I will say that as we go on, they will constantly keep beating these two movies. Yes, they will. They will absolutely. I I think that we're probably going to share our our rating scale of how we rank these five movies. Yeah. If we don't agree, I'll be shocked. (laughs) There, there's two in particular that are going to fight for number one. I think. But we'll talk about that later as we go on. We'll talk about that later. So, So. guys, thank you for listening um, to our Turkey Day. um, What what do we call this? This is Turkey Fest. This is November Turkey Fest. Just another movie night Turkey Fest. Talking trash turkey. Talking trash. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you, nurse. You're welcome. I was going to mess with our band again. Now we're all safe. Jim, it's all over. Let's all go home. Where did everybody go? I don't know. Looks like another gang. Ah, we need to get these gangs out of Central Florida anyway. That's true. Let's get out of here.